Hello, and welcome to Moncom on the Move podcast. I'm Molly Hafner, Director of Marketing at Montgomery County Community College. And I'm Jared Brown, Assistant Dean of Academic Affairs at Monco's Pottstown campus. So, Jared. Yes, hello. Yes, hello. We are talking again about commencement, which was such an amazing day. I mean, the students, their their pride and their excitement and their families, it's just Can so... I- Amazing. Amazing. And can I just say, I've never seen our students look so dazzling. I know. Like, they really dress to the nines. I was like, wow, you guys are amazing. (laughs) And the honking, I enjoy. I don't know what it is, but I think it's, you know, in addition to clapping, we're going to honk. I like it. Exactly. It is festive. Um, so, yeah, so we today our guest is the class of 2022 commencement speaker. Yes, that's right. Her name is Clintasia Hampton, and she graduated with a certificate in medical assisting from Monco. So it wasn't always easy for Clintasia, but she didn't give up, and she was able to earn her cap and gown this year. Exactly. But her story about how she was able to overcome her obstacles Mm -hmm. and complete the program should give every student the belief that they can complete their journey to at Monco. So we'll talk to Clintasia about what it took to earn her certificate, her thoughts on being this year's commencement speaker. What an honor. And what's up next for her and her future. So without further ado, uh, please welcome to the show Clintasia Hampton. Hello and welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. So welcome to the podcast. We're happy to have you here. So have you always had a passion for healthcare? And can you tell us a bit about what led you to pursue a career as a medical assistant? Um, in all honesty, I didn't. My oh. original goal growing okay. up, I wanted to be a pastry chef. Hmm. Um, oh. And I loved being in the kitchen altogether, but baking in particular just mm. warmed my heart. See, I would enjoy eating what you <laughs> what you baked. So <laughs> I had such a love for the kitchen, but... Yeah. I was very close with my mother as well, so we would cook together a lot of the times um, until she started getting very sick with her illness. Mm. She's a type 1 diabetic, and so she couldn't enjoy a lot of the things that I made, very in limited quantities sometimes. Mm. But um, after seeing her in the hospital a lot, that's really what fueled my love for the medical field. I always loved uh, the hustle and bustle of watching the nurses come in and out and do everything that they need to do and do it with a smile on their face and be happy to just help just my mom. That, to me, inspired me completely and changed my whole career goal. Wow. Wow. So how did you end up here at Monco? Um, I'm local to the area, so mm-hmm. I always drove past and seen Monco here. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know all the different um, programs that they had here. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went and ventured out elsewhere first, mm. and it just never was the right fit. But always coming back to Monco because this was my first try. My other try was like down the city and other places. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't handle it. Don't <laughs> like that hustle and bustle. Um, so I ended up back at Monco somewhere that felt more like home to me and that I knew that if I needed help, I could reach out to local people and get the help that I needed. So you started with us. Mm-hmm. 2017, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you took a, we'll say a pause. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I took a pause. So what happened during that time and what led you back to Monco? Um, I fell on my face again, of course, and picked myself up again and then turned around and became a mother. So okay. that's what really drove me back to Monco because I knew that I needed to be somewhere where it was sort of like a village so that I knew that I had 
everything down to help with childcare, um, friends and family for support because you always need that, and um, instructors and staff at the school that if I had any questions that maybe the village that I had didn't know that they would know. So another additional resource for you. Yes, the more the merrier. And so that that final time that you came back, it Mm -hmm. sounds like it kind of stuck for you. Um, so what what changed? And tell us a little bit about the program that you ended up being in and how it kind of was that right fit for you. I was in the medical assisting program here at Monco. Um, it's sort of a fast-paced, uh, hands-on, very much hands-on mm-hmm. program um, that allows you to complete, um, I believe, in a year span, mm. um, complete and get 160 hours out in the field as well as in the school um, to get a certificate to then be able to take your RMA or CMA, whatever they're calling it at that time, they change it every year, <laughs> um, to get that certification so that you're good to work anywhere in the U.S. as a medical assistant. Um, what worked best for me this time was what I thought would hinder me this time. So I was pleasantly surprised. I thought becoming a mother, if I couldn't do it the first two times, mm-hmm. just me, how in the world was I going to do it with having to balance my schedule, work, and a whole other, yeah, a whole other human. (laughs) So I thought, there's no way in the world I'm going to do this. But having her there and knowing how how much I wanted better for her, Mm. that was the, I felt like the driving force for this time. I felt like I had someone not only looking up to me, but I knew as a mother that I had to support and wanted to give the best, obviously. Mm So I I say this as an educator a lot. Education has no age, mm-hmm. and it has starts and stops. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as you continue to focus on your goals, that's what matters most. Mm-hmm. And when you achieve those goals, it doesn't matter when you achieve them, as long as you're still working on them. So I applaud you for having the tenacity and the courage to be like, I'm going to do this and Mm -hmm. you're doing it. So bravo for you. So you're working this summer to complete an externship to officially complete your certificate program. Yes. That's why she's in her uh, scrubs. That's right. right. That's right. For those of us who can't see. Yes. So (laughs) stethoscope. (laughs) So what happens after that? Tell us what's the plan? What's going to happen? Um, I'm not sure. Usually you get an offer from your externship site because you've already basically worked there. Right. You put in 160 hours at that site. So you you know it as much as some of their employees that they have there currently. Um, But it's up to the student if you would like to take that offer. Mm -hmm. One of the classes that I am still taking um, teaches us here how to navigate externship. So we're learning how to uh, negotiate for our pay because wow. we're in such high demand. We're learning the areas where we're in the highest demand. Oh, I know. We we're redoing resumes. It's it's amazing. It's helping us even though we're kind of, we graduated, but we're still getting the help we need to that. It's not just, oh, you graduated. See you later. Have a good one. And and so this is an edge that you have mm-hmm. in this workforce yes. that Monco is providing to you mm-hmm. that is setting you up to be successful. Yes. Outstanding. Outstanding. That is. That's great. great. I mean, that, again, you know, it's so encouraging when we have folks on the on our podcast because we say all these things in our communications and from a marketing, I'm on the marketing team. Mm -hmm. So we're saying all them, but it's really, really nice to hear when it 
we know that it actually happens and we're hearing it from our students itself that we are trying to really help our students get into the workforce and be employed right like that's one of our values it's like legitimizing this is my actual experience and this could be the experience for you yes that's what i try to tell everyone um i had a a great time here at monco i have tons of support and even outside hours i know i can email my professors or email my advisor and you know get the answers i need even if i'm not here at the time like physically on campus well I will tell you, we all want the same goals, and that's for you to be successful. Definitely but feels it's, like it. You, right? <laughs> um, but it's also up to you to determine mm-hmm. when that success is going to happen. But we're going to be here to support you along the way, you know. That's awesome. Um, you know, it's such a good success story. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about what it meant to you to be named the um, commencement speaker this year. Were you nervous in doing it? It was pre-recorded, right? Yes. So that takes a little bit of the edge off. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed. I <laughs> wanted to talk in front of everyone. Yes. You would have done an excellent job. I'm not too nervous um, anymore. I used to be such a shy person, so it feels good to be like this confident adult mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I wouldn't have been too nervous to speak in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. It was more nerve-wracking trying to get that whole speech in one take without <laughs> any mumbles, fumbles, or mishaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very, very pleasantly surprised. Um, I remember getting the email. I was driving in the car with my daughter, and I immediately pulled over and just screamed. Aww. And she's in the back like, Mama, what's wrong? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, you don't even understand what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately start calling my mom, calling everyone like, I know I told you that I was harassing them about if, if my application got it, but I won. Like, I'm going to be speaking at graduation. It was it was already surreal to finally be able to graduate after trying three times. Mm-hmm. So to be able to graduate as a student speaker with the honors that I had, it's still like every time I think about it, it's been almost a month, but every time I think about it, it's like a Cinderella fairy tale. it's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, Clintasia, we really appreciate you being here on the show and sharing your journey, your success, and your future success that I know that you will have. You are true proof that students should never give up on their dreams. And again, congratulations on being named this year's commencement speaker. Thank, thank, thank you for your time. Your daughter, thank you. your daughter is lucky to have you. You can tell you are a very dedicated mom. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So special thanks also to our sound and recording music technology student, Stephen Cush, who produced our show today. And thank you for listening to Monco on the Move podcast. Check back to hear more stories from our Monco family. And until next time, I'm Molly Hafner. And I'm Jared Brown. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to Monco on the Move. Students at Montgomery County Community College working in the sound recording and music technology program record, edit, and produce this podcast. Check out mc3.edu forward slash on the move to listen to our latest episode or download our podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also learn about the latest episodes by following us on social media. Have a guest in mind you think would be great for the podcast? Email Eric Devlin at edevlin at mc3.edu or Diane Van Dyke at dvandyke at mc3.edu. And come back next time to find out more about what's happening at your community college and catch our Montco Momentum. <laughs>